Money is such a taboo topic. It has been for decades and centuries, and for as long as we can remember. My mission is to bring forth a new conversation, a different conversation, all about money, mindset, business, and creating wealth for the compassionate, convicted, and connected woman, so that you have the space and the place to begin to unravel everything you believe to be true or not true about money. Welcome to Keep the Change podcast, changing the world one spare coin at a time with Coraline Dufresne. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening, wherever you are in the world, how are you? Thank you for being here again. I am so grateful that you tune in every week and today... Hmm, I really wanted to chat, you know, change the conversation a little bit from money to business because ultimately some of us will make our money through business. And if we don't address what business looks like, then the money doesn't come. So today I really wanted to chat with you guys about what does success in business actually look like? What does it mean? What does it look like? How does it feel? And so today I'm going to share with you six things that I believe are key. There's so many more, so much more too, but I feel like these are the six things that really set some strong foundations for businesses and allow them to be successful. So let's dive in. The first one I believe that is really, really key in business is to be okay with rejection. You will be rejected every single day when you are in business. Uh, Sorry to break it to you. If you haven't been rejected yet and you've just uh, won, 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 then happy days for you. But let me tell you, there will come a point where you will be rejected by, you know, your star employee or contractor that you want on your team. They may have had a better offer. You'll be rejected by some clients. You might put some proposals together. And you might win, you know, one in every five, which is typically the winning rate around 20% on average around all industries. You might get rejected by a supplier who doesn't want to work with you or a manufacturer. Um, You will constantly get rejected every single day. You may get rejected for finance from a bank. The art of being in business is to handle rejection with grace. I truly believe that. And I truly also know that when you are ready to lose the wins and also the rejections don't feel as bad. So the rejections don't feel as bad and the wins are so sacred and so yummy. There's nothing like being someone who win, win, wins and all the time. And then you get rejection and you, you know, act like a four-year-old that's throwing their toys out of the cot. Not that four-year-olds are in cots, but you know what I mean. So definitely being okay with rejection. And the more you put yourself out there, the least you become impacted with rejection. So let me tell you, I get rejected on the daily all the time. I'm constantly putting myself out there, whether it be through this podcast, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, calling potential clients, calling existing clients, cold calling, knocking on doors and getting told to piss off. I do it all. And I used to be really scared of rejection. And now it's something that I know is key to me being successful. Now, the second thing that I believe is very important in having a successful business is trying. Trying everything is key. Now, let me tell you, if you don't evolve yourself as an individual, and if your business does not evolve with the times, you will fail. 
Now let's explore some companies that have failed over time, some big, big names, and you will know them. Blockbuster, Video uh, Rentals, Kodak, Toys R Us, Ansett Australia, and lots of other airlines have just absolutely, you know, not done very well. If you look at Virgin Australia at the moment, they're looking into uh, going into administration or liquidation. And and one of the main reasons is because, and it, it will fit into the next point that we talk about, is they were so debt heavy. General Motors is a big one. They were around for over a hundred years and they only shut down last year. And that was because they stopped focusing on quality and they stopped investing in new technology. So constantly trying new things, you know, what is working this year, what worked last year is not going to work moving forward. Do not get complacent. Do not get stuck in your comfort zone. Keep moving forward and keep trying new things all the time. It is so key. It is so key to the success of your business. If you want your business to do really well for a chunk of time and then all of a sudden lose its mojo, then you know what? Just keep doing what you're doing and don't evolve and don't try new things. Yes, trying new things will mean that you will be rejected. It will mean that it will not work. I try new things all the time. That's energy, that's money, that's hours spent. But you know what? I will not be left thinking, what if? Now, the third reason or third thing that I think makes a very successful business is cash flow. Now, obviously, cash flow comes from sales. So sales are a must. And we won't touch on that because I've spoken about sales and how important they are in your business. And if you do not have sales, you do not have a business. But being solvent is so, so critical, especially for those of us that live in Australia. In 2017 or 2018, the government, uh, the federal government brought out a new legislation around insolvency and directors of companies being liable. And so for anyone around the world, um, have a look at your insolvency act and insolvency trading and see what that looks like and who is responsible. These are big things to be mindful of, not just from a legislative perspective, not just from a personal asset protection perspective, but also so that you can understand. Now, I truly believe that most companies are all insolvent one way or another at some point in the month, but the key to being solvent and the key to having lots of cash flow is making sure that you have more cash then you have debt or that your cash is equal to your debt so if your debts are called in you have enough cash to pay for them which means that you are still a solvent business and when i say debt i mean wages superannuation any debts for equipment plant manufacturers um you know any contractors that you have on board make sure that you can cover those at any point in time now Three more things that I think, you know, identify a very successful business from one that isn't is being open to suggestion, being open to reinventing yourself, being open to rebranding, having a coach, having a mentor to help you with that, having someone in that area of expertise who can help you with that. If we just circle back to point number two for a moment, a lot of the brands that I mentioned most of them were based on the same theme as why they failed. It was because they didn't invest. They didn't reinvent themselves. They got too cocky. They didn't rebrand. They were doing so well for so long that they didn't keep up with the market trends. They didn't hire futurists on board to their team to see how they can continue their brand to evolve with 
the technology, with the people, with the way that the human brain is now evolving. It is so important. And if you want to stick your head in the sand, if you are stubborn as fuck, and you're not open to suggestion, well, let me tell you, your business will not succeed. So that is so important. Now, the second last thing that I believe is very important to success, and we've touched on it a little bit, but it's making sure that you constantly have steady growth in sales. Now, I'm not saying that you have to grow your business from 1 million to 3 million to 5 million to 100 million. What I'm saying is that steady growth is important. Because whilst you might have some clients that are with you right now, they may not be with you forever. So understanding the retention rate of clients in your industry is so important because that way, you know that once you onboard a a client, their retention rate might be about five years. And so in five years time, that client may leave. Have you got activities? Are you doing things in the market to make sure that in five years time, when that client potentially leaves or goes for another contractor, or ceases to use your services because the services or the product that you use will no longer be needed in that industry or that company? Do you have someone else within that retention rate that you can replace? So it's not even about growth. It's about constantly being able to replenish your customer base, but also the steady growth ensures that if one leaves, you are constantly at the same turnover. Does that make sense? I really feel like that is key to having success in business. Obviously, you know, huge growth has its upside, obviously, but it also has its downsides. One being that if you grow too quickly, you can't keep up with the demand. And in fact, it can actually lead to customer dissatisfaction which leads to then failure in business. So I believe steady growth over crazy growth is better because your infrastructure can follow the steady growth. Whereas, you know, when there's spikes in your sales, sometimes it can be at your detriment. Obviously, if you have your infrastructure in place, then let's go for the spikes. They are amazing and they can definitely boost a brand. They can definitely boost your bottom line. And the last thing that I believe really stands out for people who have successful businesses is their team culture, their team morale and customer satisfaction. You know, we could potentially break those two in, in, you know, their own separate points, but I feel that they lead in with each other. When your team morale and your team values and um, values coming to work and loves the company, it is reflected in the service and the product that they produce, which in turn means that the customer satisfaction reflects how your team are feeling. And you might say to me, well, Coraline, I don't have a team. That's okay. You yourself are the team and how you feel is a direct reflection of how your customers are going to feel, of who you're going to attract to service. You might be the only person on your team, but what about your manufacturer? What about, you know, I don't know, wherever you buy your products from or the providers that you use to help you deliver your service. All of these things are so key to having a successful business, which in turn means you have money at the bottom line, which you can then invest, which then creates wealth. So let's recap. What does a successful business look like? Well, you're okay and the business is comfortable with handling rejection on a daily basis. You are okay with losing. Secondly, you are trying new things all the time. You are investing in new things so that you know exactly where the business is going and that you are not missing out on opportunities in your market. 
you will have high cash flow, you are solvent, you have more cash or you have equal cash to the amount of debt that you have. You are open to growing, reinventing your brand, yourself. You have a coach, you have a mentor. You are open to suggestion. You are not stuck in the now or stuck in the past because X, Y, Z worked. So this is what's going to work 10 years down the track. No, that's not going to happen. Your business, your sales are constantly growing. Steady growth, but constantly growing so that you are constantly making sure that you can replenish the clients that you are losing. Because let's face it, just because you win a client doesn't mean you're going to keep them all the time. We're also losing client every day. And lastly, your team morale will affect your customer satisfaction. So what are you doing to make sure that your team, whether it's a team you have or you on your own, that you are keeping your morale, that you are keeping everything up, your vibe, your energy, so that your customer can feel it and customer satisfaction goes through the roof because when we have happy customers, word of mouth is your most powerful, powerful marketing tool which means it then cascades into the things we've spoken about, about steady growth, about cash flow, about reinventing and rebranding, all of that kind of stuff. So I'm going to be speaking a lot more about business over the next few weeks as I transition over to more around cleaning and business, really. Now, if you love everything that I share, I urge you to jump on my Instagram or my website, send me a little note and sign up to some of the last offers that I have available because I will not be offering business and money coaching and mentoring anymore. And I'll be working with individuals until November. There's a few offers up for grab and they will be available until Tuesday, the 18th of August. So it leaves you with just under a week. If you're wondering how you can work with me, pick my brains. Let's put something in place for you so that you can thrive in FY21 and whatever financial year you're in around the world. Remember, I work with everyone, anywhere, any country. I love absolutely love talking about business and money. As you guys know, I can't wait to work with you. Have a fabulous day. I bet you'd like your hands on a free money mindset training. Well, it's your lucky day. Soulful money mindset is yours for free. Jump in the show notes, copy the link and grab your free money mindset training now. It's yours. There is no catch. Just pop your email in and you will get the audio sent to you ASAP. Have fun. Enjoy. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode and for coming along on the ride that is this podcast. The show notes have all of the information you need. And remember to follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Coraline Defro to follow along on all my shenanigans. And lastly, subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, share with your friends so that we can all become wealthier together. If you are not already subscribed to my mailing list, I suggest you get your tushy over to my website, CoralineDefro.com, so I can shower you with gifts like I do with all of my people. I just love, love giving. So until next time, let's change the world one spare coin at a time.